Hey there, you're doing a kitchen episode, pacing around the kitchen. But I mentioned that story on here probably around a month ago about how the, Nirva the Nirvana Nevermind Baby was suing Nirvana for sexual exploitation. And I think I mentioned that he has in script font across his chest the word Nevermind. Now it turns out that he's been trying to milk Nirvana. He's, trying, he's been basically milking his identity as the Nirvana Baby for years. And I guess this is just, he was saving this one. He was saving the sexual exploitation angle because you can do that. That's a popular one right now. But I'd kind of forgotten about it, actually. It's one of those things that it was very funny. Like I laughed out loud when I saw the headline at the time and I talked about it on here. But I met up with a friend of mine today and out of nowhere, she brought up the Nirvana baby. And I had no idea. I mean, this is a very good friend of mine. She's been a good friend of mine for a long time. The same one that I mentioned a while back. Her friend was dating Crispin Glover. And so she went to stay in Crispin Glover's castle that he owns in Prague. And how it was just this awful human trip. You know, I know a lot of Crispin Glover fans because he is one of the... He's a weirdo. He's a legitimate weirdo. And he always stood out because... You know, he, he goes against the grain in Hollywood. You know, he's one of those actors who does come across legitimately weird in an environment where everybody's actually really normal and predictable. And they try to assert their uniqueness. But he, you know, st he always stood out to me as something a little different. And that's true for a lot of my friends. But, you know, somebody who doesn't know better, if you told them like, oh, my friend, her friend was dating Crispin Glover. And she went and stayed in his, his European castle in Prague. Like, that sounds incredible. That's like somebody's Make-A-Wish Foundation wish. Make-A-Wish wish. But the reality was it was just a sad and awful human experience. But anyway, it's that same friend. And, you know, today she brought up the Nirvana baby. I haven't seen her in probably around a month. And... I was excited because I'd forgotten. It was like rediscovering it, you know, because we're, you know, I've been so overloaded with information as we all are that I guess I just hadn't been thinking about the Nirvana baby every day since that news broke. But it turns out she knew him too. <laughs> and, and she's not somebody who knows tons of celebrities. She's not somebody who, she's not, well, she's not famous. Like she's just, you know, some obscure person that I've known in Olympia here. But she's, she is a sort of a magical creature who's had a lot of strange experiences. And so I guess I shouldn't be surprised that she had some connection to the Nirvana kid. I don't know if she really, she didn't know him well. I think she just kind of, her friend, the same friend actually who dated Crispin Glover, I guess, knew the guy because he was involved in the LA or California art scene. Maybe it might've been San Francisco, somewhere in California. So she kind of knew him through this friend of hers. And she said that he was always like constantly milking the Nirvana thing. And this is years ago. She said this was maybe even a decade ago. And she said that at that time, I mean, he wasn't, he was doing art, but she said his art, like the, the example she gave is she said his art was like, like a heart with a skull in it. So you can imagine what that's like. Like you can imagine that, that which is really fucking sad, excuse me, but that's really sad. Like... They, like we all saw that Nirvana Nevermind baby swimming on that album cover and that baby grew up to make 
skull heart art. That's <laughs> like that's a that's a tragedy. <laughs> but uh, she said that he did art like that. It was just really generic, and that he I guess he he owned like a I can't remember what she said it was. It was either an art gallery or a store, maybe a little bit of both. But basically, he had a little store in California where he, I guess, showed his art, sold products with his art on it. I can't remember what it was. But either way, he was basically just trying to milk his identity, though, as the Nirvana baby. And she said he constantly talked about it. And he had all these plans, too. Because when I was reading about him about a month ago, it was saying how, like, he's they've taken photographs of him swimming. Like, they've, they've essentially recreated that photograph in photo shoots. But how like his dream is to do it naked and he hasn't had any takers like for years. He's I guess he's been wanting to. And this is this is what it said in articles and everything is I guess for years he's been trying to recreate that cover with himself as an adult swimming naked. So here's the guy who's saying he was sexually exploited and he wants to do it again. It's just, it's the PTSD, man. It's the PTSD of being the, the, the Noivana baby. He just he wants to reenact the abuse that he suffered at the hands of Kirk Corbrain, notorious pedophile, notorious audiophile. Kirk Corbrain was an abuser of children. No, but it's obviously bullshit. You know, it doesn't need to even be said. But my friend was telling me how like he's been trying to milk this forever, and like when she knew him ten years ago or however long ago, he was just going heavy on it. And what she told me, though, and this might be out there, I don't know, but she knew it from her, her connection to him, was that I guess he'd been talk, he'd been like trying to get Dave Grohl and um, Chris Novoselic, you know, the surviving members of, of Noivana. He'd been trying to get them to collaborate for a long time. I don't know in what capacity. Like, how, how disgusting would it be if Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl made a new album and had the adult Nirvana baby swimming naked? I would actually enjoy that. That'd be amazing. That would be art. That would be the kind of art that we need and deserve at this stage of the new millennium. But anyway, I just thought that was funny, though, how he's he's been trying to get Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic to participate in projects with him. So this guy basically doesn't – this guy's insane. You know, it's one of those things where he's just, he's completely insane. And apparently he used his Nirvana cred to get girls when he was younger. Unsurprising. But just imagine that. Like, imagine that guy at parties and stuff, like, like cornering a girl and being like, you know, I'm the Nirvana baby. Like, will you sleep with me? I'm the, I'm the Nirvana baby. You've already seen my dicky. You've already, everybody here has already seen my dicky. Because Kirk Corbrain sexually exploited me. So you might as well just sleep with me. You've already seen my my baby dick. You might as well just sleep with me. But the idea of like using that to get girls, I've never understood how a guy can do that. And granted, I'm not I'm not particularly aggressive when it comes to that kind of thing. But I've never understood like it's one thing, I mean but even then, even then, like I've told like I've I've I guess I you know, I don't know. I mean everybody Everybody has their approach. You know, it's like a job interview. You know, a date is a lot like a job interview or like meeting a girl is, is kind of like a job interview to some degree. So you're going to like emphasize certain parts of yourself maybe. I don't know. 
But the idea of just like flat out milking, you know, some some notable thing you did. Like, did you know I'm the guy who did this? And the sad thing about that is girls do fall for that. Everybody's a loser in that situation. Like the sort of girl who sleeps with the Nirvana baby because he's bragging about being the Nirvana baby. Like she might even be a bigger loser than the, than the Nirvana baby. But he's a pretty big loser too for doing that. That'd be amazing if the Nirvana baby had told a girl that he was the Nirvana baby. How many times can I say Nirvana baby? The Nevermind baby. But it'd be funny if he told a girl that he was the Nevermind baby to get her to sleep with him. And she slept with him for that awful reason. She got pregnant and had a baby, a boy. And then they recreated the the Nevermind album cover with their baby. That would be cool. That's way cooler than this. The guy as a grown adult posing naked to recreate that. Like if he had his own kid and had his kid do it, that'd be way funnier. Wait, but that would be art. It'd be stupid art, but I would consider it art. But it's funny to me too, though, like the idea that Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic would even want to do that. Like Dave Grohl is obviously a machine. He's always doing things. He has his own big band. He's doing other projects. You know, Dave Grohl, is a, and he's an ultra celebrity. You know, he does celebrity things. And then you have Chris Novoselic, who lives in the middle of nowhere here in Washington State. And he's a politician. And I feel like he was somebody, I, I want to say that he, I don't know if he was a Trumpsfeld supporter. But I feel like Chris Novoselic made some kind of comments either in defense of Trumpsfeld or maybe, maybe he like opposed cancel culture. He did something. Chris Novoselic like did something that wasn't in line with the the left and the Democrats. You know, he did something that pissed people off. I don't even remember what it was, but just the idea that though he's like living in the middle of nowhere. He's, you know, attempted to get off the grid. Although, guess what? It turns out if you were in Nirvana, you can never be off the grid. I don't care if you have electricity, don't have electricity, because the town he lives in is truly in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I've I've lived in this state my entire life, and by state, I mean mental state. No, Washington State, you know, I've lived here my entire life, and I'm not going to say that I know every tiny town, but I do have a pretty good idea of what's here. And the town that Chris Novoselic lives in, it's like not even a town. It's like some place that technically has a name, but there's no actual town. It's it's truly just in the middle of nowhere. So it's like the idea of him being like, sure, I'll do a stupid project with the Nirvana baby. And then Dave Grohl, too. It's just like, I can't even imagine what this guy's thinking. Turns out they're not as easy as these girls that the Nirvana baby apparently slept with, but... It was just funny to me that, that she uh, that she had her own little personal story. Because I always love having a personal connection to things. I always love it when I can kind of get, not an inside scoop, because like I said, it's not like she knew him well. She was just kind of aware of him and had talked to him. But basically, I mean, like, it sounded like, <laughs> it, it, it just sounded really bad. And so, I mean, actually the best thing he could do, though, to like add to the chaos just to add to this like swell of chaos that we're living in 
The best thing he could have done, though, is sued Nirvana for sexual exploitation. But that's actually, that's all I got here. I could go on about something else, but I'll just keep it short and direct. This is kind of an addendum to whatever episode that was, however long ago it was. I think it was around a month that was in the news, and I mentioned it on here, but... To me, it's eternally relevant. The things that the, the Nirvana baby is doing now as an adult with Nevermind written across his chest. Skull art. He's probably moved on from that. Because she, she, she said that was like 10 years ago. So he's probably moved on to some other trend. He's probably no longer doing skull and hearts. But I mean, I, I guess I do have something more to say because... If I haven't mentioned it before, I saw like some years back that Kurt Cobain's daughter, who like honestly I feel for that girl, I really do feel for her. Not because I mean, not even because she's Courtney Love's daughter, not because her father is larger than life and she has to live in his shadow. Because people, I mean, she has paparazzi who follow her, and I don't even know what she does. I don't even know if she, I don't know if she plays music. I feel like maybe I heard she does something, but everybody's always going to know her as the notorious pedophile Kurt Cobain. Everybody's always going to know that that's just his daughter. But something really sad. I mean, maybe this maybe this entire episode is sad. I don't know. Uh, it was like I saw the, these paparazzi photos of Francis Bean Cobain. And she was with her boyfriend at the time, and he looked just like Kirk Corbrain. Kind of looked like a, a pedophile, too. Um, but he looked just like Kirk Corbrain, and he was, he was wearing sunglasses that looked like the sort of, like, kind of weird sunglasses Kirk Corbrain would wear. And he had dyed his hair the exact same color red or, or magenta or whatever that color was. Like, Kirk Corbrain at some point had dyed his hair this kind of red or magenta. I don't even remember. I don't remember the exact shade of Kirk Corbrain's hair. But the guy had dyed his hair that same exact color. And when and seeing this photo of her with her boyfriend, it wasn't even like one of those things where it's like, oh, she married somebody just like her daddy. Because girls just want to marry their dad. And her dad killed himself, so that makes it especially relevant that she'd want a guy like her dad to fill the void. It didn't even come across that way. It just came across like somebody should have stopped this. Somebody should have stopped this. And then the, the funny part too, I don't, this might be the same guy, I don't know, but a story came out that Courtney Love had given Francis Bean, her boyfriend or her husband, they, Courtney Love had given him the acoustic guitar that Corbrain used on MTV Unplugged. And then they split up and he had the guitar still. And it was a big deal because Courtney Love wanted it back. I mean, if Kirk Corbrain could see all that, he'd be like, thank goodness I killed himself. Although, to be fair, all of this happened because he killed himself. Like, if Kirk Corbrain killed... If Kirk Corbrain didn't kill himself... His daughter probably never would have dated a guy who tried to look like Kirk. Courtney Love never would have given her daughter's boyfriend or husband the acoustic guitar from MTV Unplugged. Like, this is why you don't kill yourself. This is a, a good PSA on, like, why you shouldn't kill yourself, especially if you're famous. Because it's like, look at the mess. 
Just look at the mess. I, I bet the Nirvana baby would be living a much different life. I bet he would have behaved slightly differently. Like maybe he wouldn't have gotten Nevermind tattooed on his chest. Maybe he wouldn't be suing Noivana for sexual exploitation. So this just shows you the chaos that unfolds when you kill yourself. All kinds of horrible new possibilities emerge. And when you think about it, like if, if Coit Corbrain was looking down from heaven, the heavens, or he's looking up from hell, you know, but, it, you know, if he could and he saw all of this playing out, he'd probably be disgusted. He'd probably be disgusted, you know. But that's what happens when you commit suicide. It's like basically you unleash a plague upon the people you knew, especially if you're famous. So maybe that's the actual meat. Maybe that's the, the moral behind this story. Is that if Kirk Corbrain had never killed himself, everything I'm talking about in this episode never would have played out. Children can run free. 